You're listening to the weekly sermon podcast from Union Road Presbyterian Church. For more information, join us on Facebook or visit our website at unionroad.org.uk. But in that story that Daniel uh, was sharing with the boys and girls, is the man with leprosy. And in, in the Bible, as we read about Jesus' life in all of Scripture, we remarkably see how he receives people. That Jesus is always ready to receive people. doesn't matter if they had leprosy or if they were a tax collector or if they were a prostitute. Jesus was always ready to receive. And today that's what we're going to think about. So turn with me to John chapter 6. John chapter 6. And we're going to read verses 35 to 40 just this morning. John chapter 6 verses 35 to 40. And I guess especially the verse today is verse 37 of this little bit. So John 6, uh, verse 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks onto the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Amen. It says exactly a year ago was our, our last Sunday in church, roughly, and it was also our last side-by-side Sunday, where many of you were welcomed into people's homes and you enjoyed a meal together. And it's remarkable, it seems so long ago. But there are definitely places in all of our lives where we feel very welcome. It might be the family's homes where we feel really welcome. We can go into it any time, or a friend's house that we can go into at any time. We're really comfortable and secure. And then on the other hand, there's lots of places where we don't feel so welcome. We feel out of place. We couldn't just rock up to Buckingham Palace and get in, and maybe not just us anymore, but there's lots of people who could maybe try to get in the past. We would never get in. Maybe it would be our dress code. Maybe we would need a letter to get in. We would not be received in. And it's an awful thing maybe for some people to feel rejected with certain people or within families even. But we have this reassuring truth in John 6 that Jesus is always ready to receive us. See, as Christians, as people, we lack confidence that Jesus does receive us. We lack confidence and we believe that he will reject us for some reason. We are worried that he will reject us so we don't come to him. We are worried to even come to him in the first place. But in John 6, just today, we can have confidence that Jesus is always ready to receive us. We can have confidence that Jesus will never reject his people. Jesus will never discard or throw away his people. He is always ready to receive us. But why? How? Well, there are a couple of things here we want to highlight today in John 6. First thing is this. Jesus receives his gift. Jesus receives his gift. What is his gift? It's the most remarkable thing, isn't it? What would you want as a gift? It certainly wouldn't be people like us. That's exactly what God the Father gives to Jesus' people. And his people, Jesus' people, 
always come to him and are always received by him. So we've hopped in the middle of chapter 6, but let's have a quick remember what's going on. Jesus, at the beginning of chapter 6, travels with his disciples to the, or the Sea of Galilee. And on their journey, people follow them. And then we have the, the crowd approaching Jesus and the feeding of the 5,000. Jesus crosses back over. He walks in the water. People realize Jesus isn't with them anymore, and they go to him to find him. And in verse 30, they ask Jesus, then what sign do you do that we may believe, that we may see and believe you? Jesus was followed by all the people. They've seen the signs. They just witnessed being fed by Jesus out of virtually nothing. Jesus is always ready to receive. And Jesus says to them here, look, you've been following me. You have witnessed all this. Some of you see, all of you see what I've been doing, but you don't believe. You've had your fill of bread. I've told you that I am the bread of life. I'm the one that can only fully spiritually satisfy you. You see, seeing is not the same as believing. Come to me, all those who hunger and thirst, Jesus says, and you'll be satisfied. The people are coming to listen to Jesus, to hear him, to see him. People today still come to listen, to hear, and see what Jesus might say or do today in this part of our series. But seeing is not the same as believing. Like these people, they come and come and come and hear about Jesus. But when it comes down to it, they don't love him or follow him. But what about us? What about believers? Well, what about people who come to Jesus? Well, it's a gift to Jesus. See, God's people always come to Jesus because the Father gives them to Jesus. See that in verse 37. All the Father gives me will come to me. God's people will always come to Jesus because they are the gift. God gives his chosen people to Jesus. It's not like an auction or a bargaining with people to get a good deal or maybe a car showroom where you pick the shiniest or the nicest car that you would like. God gives dirty, ugly sinners to Jesus to care for. Ephesians 1, Paul says that he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. That's how thoughtful this gift is. That's how long ago it was planned. And we can have confidence that Jesus will never reject us because he does not reject the gift of his people from his Father. It's not some the Father gives to Jesus or most, but all the Father gives to Jesus will come to me. All those who come to Jesus will be received. Not just the ones who grew up in a certain place or a certain country or a certain part of town. It's not just the ones who are brought up in good Christian homes. It's not just the ones who've maybe been ridiculously bad sinners we see in our eyes and who've come to Jesus. It's not just those people. It's not just the ones who seem to have everything in order, but all people who come to Jesus. All kinds of sinners are given to Jesus. Can you imagine receiving an unbelievably filthy, dirty gift? Maybe some mums, imagine getting a gift covered in muck. You'd look at the person giving it to you. You might thank them. Wait till they go and throw it in the bin. What would you want with a dirty, filthy rag? What on earth would Jesus want dirty, filthy sinners for? Because they are given to him by the Father. 
Jesus will not reject the gift. Jesus will welcome the gift of his people. We don't need to worry about rejection. It's the Father's gift. We are the gift to Jesus from the Father. We are given to Jesus. And when we are given to Jesus, God's people will come to Jesus. Again, verse 37, all that the Father gives me will come to me. What does coming mean, though? See, coming is not just turning up the church. It's where Jesus has talked about. It's not just turning up whenever we prefer to come. Coming is a movement, not just of our bodies, but is a movement of our hearts, feeling the depth of our own sin, reminding ourselves of the God's grace, hearing the words of Jesus and responding and trusting in Jesus. That is what Jesus means when he says, people come. These people have been following Jesus. You could say that they're constantly coming to Jesus, but they're not really coming to Jesus. By the end of chapter 6, they're all grumbling and lots turn their backs and leave. They've come and come and come to Jesus, but they haven't in their hearts. God's people come to Jesus. It's not as though we need to reach a certain standard or a level or engage with church enough, often enough, or every so often. God's people come to Jesus because God works in our hearts. We are only able to come to Jesus because of God's work in us. There's no rite of passage or earning of this. It's belief in Jesus. God the Father says to Jesus the Son, Son, this is my gift to you. These people, all of them, no matter what tribe they're from, what people, what language, what century they are from, my son, these are my people that I'm giving to you. And when God the Father hands the people over to Jesus the Son, not one slips through his fingers. It's not like holding sand at the beach where it just runs through your fingers. Not one grain of sand falls out of Jesus' hand. Not one grain. No one is ever lost. All who are given to Jesus remain in Jesus. Jesus did not say that people come to him because they believe in him first. No. It's the Father gives the people to the Son. That is how we can have so much confidence knowing that Jesus will never reject us. We will never fall through his fingers. Maybe some of us, we feel this draw of coming to Jesus. Don't resist anymore. You might be thinking, do I really need more God in my life? Do you need Jesus? You might live a really good life and wonder, do I need him? You might be connected to church and give so much and regularly to the church or to which we are thankful, but you need Jesus. All God's people come to Jesus. God's purpose to save us is never thwarted. Even for a moment in our lives, we might be running away from God. He is always working to bring us to Jesus. Jesus will always receive his people because they are his gift from the Father. He ever comes. We're not dried, kicking and screaming like a child, looking to get the hair cut or going to the dentist whenever we're able to do that again. But we come and Jesus is ready to receive us. Whoever we are, regardless of our life experience, our baggage of our sin, our pride, our reputation, regardless of what people might think of us, regardless of what markers the world might put on us, 
whoever comes to Jesus will be received by Jesus. We don't need to worry if Jesus will accept us or not. We know that he will. He will not reject us, but receive us. We can have confidence that Jesus is always ready to receive us because it's a gift of his people. How else do we know? How else can we have confidence that Jesus will not reject us? He receives the gift, but Jesus also secures his gift. Jesus secures his people. He is always ready to receive us because we are secure. It's like those grains of sand falling through our hands on the beach. That's not Jesus. They are secure in his hand. But here's the thing. It is God's gift to Jesus. But if we do not come to Jesus, we aren't one of God's people. You miss out on this security, this eternal security. But on the other hand, friends, believers, those who have come to Jesus, he is always ready to receive us. We are secure. Remember, learn, memorize, stick on the door. John 6, verse 37. When every day when you leave the house, read it and remember it. All that the Father gives to me will come to me. And he ever comes to me, I will never cast out. God's people are secure in Jesus. Jesus will never reject us, but rather receive us. He says, I will never cast out. He will never reject. Some of us spend our lives worrying about rejection in all different kinds of scenarios, from dating life to school exams and further education, job interviews and within friendship groups and family circles, constantly worried about rejection. And then we are worried in our spiritual lives if Jesus will reject us even before we've come to him. Sometimes we're worried that Jesus will reject us after we've committed our lives to him. We're worried if we do something daft, Jesus will just put his hand up to us and say, no, get out of my sight. But Jesus says, I will never cast out. Whenever our faith is tainted with unbelief and we're not quite sure where we're coming or going, no objection can we make to Jesus that will make him reject us. You know, you might say, and John Bunyan writes a whole book on this, we might say to our Lord, God, I let you down so often. Jesus says, I will never cast you out. Lord, I have sinned too much, too big, too often. Jesus says, I will never cast you out. I am hard-hearted towards people. I've never even really trusted you in my life. Are you going to reject me when I come to you? No, Jesus says, I will never cast you out. I have denied your name in the workplace. I have ashamed for my lust. I love my money more than I love you. I can't bring anything to you, God. My life is a mess and it's painful. Lord, I am sick. Jesus says, I will never cast you out. That is Jesus' promise to us. And the Greek gets really emphatic. It's really, I will never, ever cast you out. I will never, ever reject my people. Ian Orton says that we cannot present a reason for Jesus to finally close off his heart to his own sheep. In other words, all the weeks we've been doing this, Jesus' heart's open to us always. He will never reject us. He will never let go of us. In the world, whenever people offend and barriers go up, if you offend and betray, you betray people often enough, relationships are damaged and irreconcilable. There's no forgiveness, not with Jesus. Whoever comes to him, he will receive. 
And we can be confident because Jesus will never reject us, but receive us. What a comfort that is to us. We don't need to be worried about if we're good enough. We don't need to worry if he will reject us because of my constant battle with sin. He won't reject me. He will never cast me out. He will never cast out any of his people, never cast out anybody who comes to him. Uh, what comfort that is to us. Jesus will never reject us and receive us, but he also will secure us because it's God's will. Secure us because it's God's will. This is the unshakable foundation of it all. It rests on God, not on us. We love to hold things tightly maybe and we might lose things so we drop them. Not God, not Jesus. Those grains of sand again, they're utterly secure. Why? Because it is the sovereign will of God. Just glance down your Bibles at a couple of verses here. In verse 38, what does Jesus say? I have come to do the will of him who sent me. What is God's will? Verse 39, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me. His gift, the people, Jesus will never lose. Verse 40 again, for this is the will of my Father. Whoever looks on the Son and believes, whoever comes to me and believes, I will never lose. It's God's sovereign will that Jesus would keep us secure, that we will never be lost. Like the great picture of the Good Shepherd in John 10, or the, the lost sheep in Luke 15, Jesus never lets his people go. We learn that Jesus secures the gift of his people. He will never allow his people to be cast away and lost. Jesus will keep us safe and secure. Despite our sin, despite our suffering, despite our doubts and all of our troubles, we are secure because it's God's will utterly dependent on God, and he is the holy, just God. Jesus' gift is his people. He will keep us secure, but for how long? We're kept eternally. We are kept eternally. I will never cast out. There's no end to that. The giving, the coming that the Father gives to Jesus it's all going to be kept by Jesus. Verse 39, that I would lose nothing that he has given me. Again, we've come to that, but why? All in verse 40, that we have life in the Son, eternal life, not a temporary life. It cannot be lost, but it's eternity, security in Jesus. We are kept eternally. Why? Because he would lay down his life for his sheep. He's not only willing to receive us, but to die for us. And to die for us, why? That we would get rid of the filth and the ugliness of our sin. That cross Jesus of Jesus allows him to receive us and keep us eternally secure. His death and resurrection secure us his gift. Verse 39 and 40, we, twice we have this raised up on the last day. We are wholly kept eternally by Jesus, utterly secure for all of time, Jesus knows that his death looks like a defeat, a loss. But not even our bodies are lost because we will be raised again. Jesus keeps us utterly secure. He will never reject us. Because we are secure in God's will. 
relies solely on God, not just for a time, but for all eternity. Rick Astley, he has the song, doesn't he? Never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to run around and desert you, never going to make you cry or say goodbye, never going to lie, tell a lie and hurt you. We all know that song, perhaps, but those could be Jesus' words to us. I'm never going to let you die. I'm never going to let you go because you are my people. You are my treasured possession. You are my gift that I've received from the Father. And Jesus, he knows all the reasons that we give to him that our relationship with him would not work out. He knows all our rejections of him. He knows all our objections to him too. He isn't put off. Why? Because it's God's will that Jesus will never cast us away. He sees every coming sinner no matter of our mess, no matter how far we have fallen, all of our dirt and mess, Jesus receives. In school, whenever we had a rugby match, sometimes I would go home and literally the holes would be turned on outside that I would not bring the dirt into the house. Jesus welcomes us all into the dirt because he deals with it. Jesus will always receive us when we come to him because we are God's people. We can be utterly confident because it all rests on Jesus and God and God's Spirit. He will never reject us when we come to him. And when we've come to him, he will never cast us off or cast us away. He will not reject us. John 6, 37 is such a precious promise to us. Jesus is always ready to receive us. He will never reject us or cast us away. We might be worried that Jesus will reject us before or after coming to him. We can come up with all kinds of excuses and worries and just concerns, but we can have confidence that Jesus is always ready to receive us. Why is there such confidence? Let's leave the last words to Jesus. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never, never cast out. What a God we have, that he would keep filthy gave up Bingham, not a grain of sand would fall from his hand. He keeps me eternally secure. He keeps all who come to him eternally secure. Mm-hmm. 